I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. In this mini episode, we're giving you another presidential primary update. So grab your delegate count and let's get civical. guys <laughs> oh man oh man this is gonna be a doozy it's another update it's, it's wow it's i mean i don't think it's as crazy as when we did our first primary update because iowa was so crazy and i just you don't feel like this is crazy i mean this is crazy but it's like to me i i don't know i just felt like because we had just recorded something about you know primaries right. and caucuses and then like the next day all all hell b- broke loose I, uh-huh. as far as just like i mean we had like a systematic breakdown where that's this true. is like a su- surprising results i feel like that's true as that's true i'll give like, you that yeah 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 <laughs> as opposed to like the actual that's true like system of a caucus failing failing utterly failing oh my god yeah you guys we're bringing you an election 2020 update oh man and because when we left off nevada was about to happen yeah south only, carolina yeah the and last, then super tuesday yeah 
all those things all have the, happened. All those things have happened. It's bef- all we had before during our last update was Iowa, New Hampshire. And now and we've yeah. got Nevada, <laughs> South Carolina. And, 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 and Alabama, American Samoa, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia. <gasps> yeah. So many, so many states. So many states. Um, so, whew. It's been, and I have whiplash a bit from I do too. the turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought? I really honestly. During the last Hamanisha days, which surely in some in most presidential nominee, Democratic nominee campaign worlds mm-hmm. has been upwards of a year. Yeah. That these people have campaigning like. Before Super Tuesday, I feel like we actually before South Carolina, I feel like we didn't. It was all up in the air. It was completely it was anybody's up in the air. game. It was completely up in the air. Because, yeah. Then, in a real honest-to-God yeah. way that nobody... Like, when people would ask me who I was voting for, I was like, literally, whoever is doing... By the time it gets to New York, yeah, like, by so whoever has... Late. We're so late. We're in April. By the time it gets to New York, literally, whoever has the best, like, the best chance of winning sure. and beating Trump. Like, yeah. I, I really didn't yeah, have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after South Carolina, I like, I <laughs> was sitting at a bar... Because I had had a really long day. I like how you say day. that as though you don't sit at bars <laughs> all the time. All the that time. is the only time we communicate no. is when you're at a bar. I'm mean, at a bar. I was sitting at a bar because I had been working all day and I went to, I was like, let me go get a burger and a beer and like watch the return. So I went to this tower near my apartment that I usually go to and, and they have great Wi-Fi and a great pour. And I watched the returns come in and I was like, it took was my breath totally crazy way yeah the, the new the news cycle and you know we hate the news so i know but like it, they kept being like you know biden really has to have like a moment in south carolina or it's over not and even, not even news like robert gibbs who was obama's person yeah and david pluff like both of them were like like he they he, biden needs to like really pull it together yeah and even when after he won south carolina then going into Super Tuesday, they were like, he just needs to, like, break the margin. He needs yeah. to be viable. I was very surprised by Biden's kind of, like, uh, uh, rise from the ashes. I mean, again, yeah. this is why it's, like, I mean, I do think that what's happened with his campaign is slightly unusual, like, to have such a comeback. Right. Um, but also, it just goes to show sort of what we were talking about in the last update was, you know, when you only are looking at two or, you know, two at that point, very small states, it's not a great indicator of no. what's to come. Yeah. And I think this just like really, I mean, again, what happened with Biden, I think was like kind of like, whoa. Yeah. But also it's like, it's, it's true that nobody saw this coming. You know, I think, I think yeah. Bernie's still, you know, doing, doing well and, and staying solid in the race. You know, you can tie that back to his, to I guess maybe Iowa and, and New Hampshire and him doing well in those states, but but also the fact that he's got like a huge he has a presence in these states yeah. and has for four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Biden thing came out of nowhere because it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, it go it I goes also, against like all, all of, of the, the things, all of the things, all of the things that we thought were true, which was not like not even 
We thought you had to have a ground game. Clearly you don't. Mm-hmm. We thought you had to have money. Clearly you don't. Mm-hmm. We thought that you had to like win the su- the early states. Otherwise you were out. Clearly you don't. Like this, the really resurgence odd. in Biden and his rise really put all of that stuff. Right. And I also, you know, another super unusual thing that happened was having Pete and Amy drop out before oh Super Tuesday. Yes. That was shocking to me. Sh- the, yes. I was just like, uh, what? Like, because yeah. I, I expected Super Tuesday to happen. And then you, you see people drop off because the money, the, yeah. the math doesn't add up at that point. Yep. But so I also, you know, I can't think of, and I mean, it's been a really long time since we've had this many candidates, but I can't think of a time when two, you know, like fairly major candidates dropped out before Super Tuesday. Yeah. And then in, I feel like a lot of the reason, not a lot, but a, a part of why Biden had this sort of renaissance, if yeah. you will, is because you had two major candidates dropping out and immediately endorsing him before Super Tuesday. Right. Like they took themselves off the ballot. Yes. And said, go to him. Yep. So it is this sort of coordinated effort, which I'm like, uh, you know, okay. But it was just, it's so odd. But coordinated at the last minute. Like, right. right. Like South Carolina happened on the the night before, the day before. Yeah. Amy Klobuchar dropped on the second, which was the Monday. Yeah. And Pete uh, Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, had dropped the on the first, which yeah. was the Sunday. Yeah. But South Carolina had happened like that day before. Yeah. And then so it was coordinated in the sense that like, OK, let's get a big rally site and like everybody get on planes and let's, let's reroute go, the yeah. planes with the reporters. And like that was pla- but like coordinated, not in any i mean coordinated in the sense that like it wasn't gonna be like okay, you so guys it's do biden like, or bernie like we right, gotta get no, behind this and like you know it was, it was a it was a coordination at the last minute yeah for yeah, sure for sure for sure and then the surprising thing which was super smart i don't know whose idea it was or how it all came together but so smart to ask her for beto to like i don't know how that happened but however the beto oh yeah endorsement just... came about to do that in texas the day like I, that it's just so fucking smart. Sure. It it's was just so, yeah. it's so smart. I think the Biden campaign really, you know, lo- lucked out, but also played a, they played the hand that they were a, dealt expertly. Yeah. Like yeah. E- expertly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so just to give you a rundown of the timeline. Oh yeah. It's been a, so been we a crazy like crazy two crazy weeks. two weeks, crazy, crazy week. So Nevada happened on February 22nd. Bernie won that state handedly. Uh, the New York Times awarded him 24 delegates as opposed to Biden's nine. But again, remember, um, like Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg and Bloomberg and Warren, they were all still in at that time. Yeah. But Bernie did win that state's delegates pretty handedly. Yeah. He had a great Nevada. Yeah. He had a great Nevada. Fast forward a week. Exactly. February 29th, the South Carolina race. Biden won. He got 39 of those delegates. Biden, or sorry, Bernie Sanders got 15. Again, all those people are still in. They're still in. The They're race. still in. Yep. Bloomberg, Warren, Pete, Amy, yeah. all still in the race. Then people start dropping. Yeah. Then, people start yep. dropping. Pete drops. Pete dropped the next day. Amy dropped the day after that on the second. And then Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday happens, and he kind of ran away with it. Yeah. So as of last night, when I took screenshots of the New York Times delegates <laughs> page, so granted, there are still the numbers that we're going to give you. There are still 13 delegates that have to be awarded for Utah, and there are still 27 from Colorado and 61 delegates that have to be awarded from California. So 
these numbers will shift. Yeah. But currently, this of last night, as of last night, the New York Times delegates one count so far for Super Tuesday has Biden at 514 and Bernie at 435. Mm-hmm. So even like the raw delegate count from the Super Tuesday evening mm-hmm. has Biden ahead. And I think like that's not and not by an insignificant amount. I mean, he's yeah, up by no, almost 100. He's up by like 80 votes. Yeah. yeah. And again, like Bernie is showing a strong campaign and doing great. I think like I think why I think it's just like the sort of the rising from the ashes moment that Biden is having is what's what's like to me. This is where I expected Bernie to be, you know, is is like in this is in Biden's strong, numbers. Or well, in well, Bernie's numbers. It, Ber- I, I expected Bernie to be sort of where he is at right now, which is like either the number one or number two candidate, like strong in this. I wish Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren was still in this, but I, I'm not surprised at where he's at right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, great. I am surprised at where Biden's at right now. Just, just I agree with that. Based yeah. on, just based on like the, the whole, last year. This whole everything yeah, no, that I agree with that. Through, just like this is not at all what I foresaw happening. Yep. We should mention, I don't think we've, because we haven't said it, and the man responsible for Biden's resurgence, James Clyburn. Like, oh, sure. His Came endorsement yeah. on the 26th on the Wednesday before, which I think people knew was that coming. That was before South Carolina, It was before right? South yeah. Carolina, which I think people knew was coming, but was a huge boost. And that turnout was like strong. the one, it was strong and one of the, and like the first turnout that we had seen that had an actual surge. Yeah. That wasn't a result of population growth. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the argument, which I think is a valid one. And I'm glad to see that reporters and journalists, pundits are pressing Bernie Sanders on it because it's a valid question is you, your, his argument for his case is his ability to turn out voters. And when we have seen a turnout, that's not a result of population increase. It's been for Biden. Sure. And so if your argument is we're going to beat Trump and it's because we're going to turn out these voters, his performance in the primary, especially these super Tuesday states, which give you a cross section of America, is Mm -hmm. is he doing that? Is he turning out those? Is he turning out voters in a surge that would help us defeat Donald Trump? And I don't know that he is. You know, I think he has to expand his message a little bit if he's going to have a chance of bringing in the people that he's going to need to vote for him. Sure. So, you know, yeah, I don't it's know how you It's also interesting because it's like, um, and this I think is the result of us living in where we live because I'm like, to me, everybody I know is energized and they vote and it's active and yet you see the numbers and still the, the majority of people voting are, you know, 50 plus yeah. age 50 plus. Yep. And it's like, it's just, I just want to get more people who are just like just more people engaged and more people like especially even like 50 under i'm not talking about just like you know millennials yeah. or, or you know <laughs> yeah. gen x or 18, whatever 18 months, i'm yeah. talking like 50 and age 50 and under our ages yeah 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 um engaged because those numbers still are disappointing yeah a- across and and usually so. across the board yep so yeah i mean that's that's also what's disheartening is like you know because I I do believe that that Bernie does appeal to younger voters more so than Biden does generally. Yeah, for sure. And it is frustrating for me to see that this, the turnout is still low, you know, yeah. just like the turnout. Yeah. You know, even if like the young people were coming out and voting for whoever, like right. it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's the turnout that's yeah. low and it's frustrating and, and it's, it's such a bummer to me. But 
you know, I still, I, I still think that it's, we have some very big <laughs> states coming up and yeah. I think it's still anybody's game. And I think a contested convention is still on the table. Like, I don't think it's off the table yet as, as we're standing right here. Yeah. But we're still like, so in the middle of primary season, like there's so much more to go. There's so much more to come. So let's, what do we have next? Let's tell our listeners. So here's, let's just talk about where these folks stand at the Mo. Sure. So according to the New York times, here's where we are uh, with the delegates. Joe Biden is leading, according to the New York times, again, not all of the super Tuesday delegates have been allocated. So this could change. Look, everything's going to change in this, five it, minutes. It so will change. That could change. It will change. And it will change as of, as of March 8th, at one thirteen, Right. This is where we stand, according to the New York Times. Joe Biden has 664 delegates. Bernie has 573 delegates. There were delegates that were allocated to candidates who have dropped out. So Elizabeth Warren had 64. Bloomberg had 61. Pete Buttigieg had 26. Amy Klobuchar had 7. Tulsi Gabbard, still in the race. She's got two. <laughs> Just... You know, it tells I didn't me mean you that to be a laugh there, line, but <laughs> you stay in there. You contest that convention. You draw that crazy vote. You get there. Come on. Um. So so far, thir- uh, one thousand three hundred ninety-seven delegates have been allocated so far. You need one thousand nine hundred ninety-one to win the nomination. So no matter who it is, they both have a long way to go to a get to the way, number yeah. of delegates they need. But that's where we stand as of March eighth, one p.m. One thirty p.m. On screenshots that I took of the New York Times website at like 11 o'clock. Shout out to New York Times, keeping us Keeping us informed. Thank you, Patrick. So the next major event in the primaries is on Tuesday, the 10th. I will be at home with my wine. Love that. I've learned after a rough evening uh, in the midterm election Mm -hmm. that I need to watch elections by myself. I love that for you. I simply must. I I, I I don't watch a lot of the... I... I don't enjoy watching the, oh, we just got this in from this district. Oh I don't God. love that. What I love is taking a look see and being like, ah, oh, Biden did well. Or, ah, oh, Bernie won Nevada. You know, like mm. like having the final, t- just tell me what happened. Oh, that's so, no, this is my football. As Yes. Yeah. Yes. To me, it's just like, it's a long, I mean, it's different when it's uh, federal, like, you know, when it's like the actual general. Yeah. I'm more involved in the but this one is just like just tell me who won because I can't go back and forth I can't like I will say watching it live on Tuesday night it was amazing first of all it was like the first time that I had felt hope in a long time oh that's yeah nice. and it was amazing to watch these pundits cover something so unpredictable sure that's and, fun. And, That's and, fun. And to watch, you know, I watch MSNBC, to watch Steve Kornacki at the big board be like, this county and this county and this county and this county. And he really, like, the analysis that they do about, like, with the with the exit polls and yeah. the demographics of people and how they break that all down and where, like, how this county went last time or how this state went last time. And I just find all of that super interesting. And yeah. much, it's... You know, it's like I need all of the information so that I, I want to know what we know so that I can, so that it helps me predict or at least be okay with not knowing the future because sure. I know the pattern up until this far. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy 
I, I did that. go to bed. I did not wait for California to come in. Oh, I went no. to bed at like 1130 no, 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 and I was like, bye. California, you call me. You call us, let you know what's up. So coming um, up. So coming have? up March 10th, Tuesday, we have, there's a handful of primaries. Idaho, mm-hmm. Michigan, big Mississippi, Missouri, mm-hmm. North Dakota, just the Democratic side. Sure. Because let's not forget there are Republicans. There's yes. a, there are Republican yeah. primaries, too. There are they Republican primaries. Really matter my, much. my people, go vote. Come go on. Vote. And Washington. State. State. The the big ones to watch are, you know, this this Michigan primary is, I think, kind of the one. It's I think they're thinking that Joe Biden will take the the kind of, like, Mississippi. He'll take the, 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 the smaller southern, ones. The, yeah. But Bernie, you know, pulled out of that state and moved all his focus to Michigan. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see. This is, like, I think your first real Midwestern test case. Yeah. Is Michigan to see yeah. how well... Like who's, who's who's pulling that vote? Who's pulling that vote, and how well Bernie's message is working, and mm-hmm. how much people are going to coalesce around Biden? Mm-hmm. As and if they feel like, you know, what is essentially, for lack of a better word, the moderate candidate? Sure. Is like, is that the better bet, or is Bernie's message of? revolution yeah or, or yeah is go. the voter turnout happening right you know? is the voter think, turnout happening right. is, is does it cause a surge he's like read he's you know he left i think it was mississippi that he left uh like he canceled a rally there too yeah. and moved to michigan so he's redoubling his efforts and it'll be interesting to see what that does for him you know yeah. if it comes up to like you know, if he doesn't win, he won it last time. If he doesn't win the state, or if it's a narrower margin, or whatever, and what is essentially now a redo of the 2016 election, just mm-hmm. not candidate-wise, but just the fact that we have two candidates. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tulsi. Like, if if you know, there will be a, a year-to-year comparison that you'll yeah. basically be able to make, and depending on how he does, I think it'll tell you a lot about where. He the electric the is going and where he stands well, I think in the Midwest. Both of them stand in the Midwest. Like this for is, sure. Cause that's what, that's what really didn't happen in 2016. Yeah. was the Midwest. So it's yep. like, this is, it's finally come the time to see yep. how has it changed yep. if it has changed. And I think it's helpful that the, the candidates, you know, especially Pete and Amy, just the way that I think Beto helped with Texas. Yeah. It'll yeah. be interesting to see, like, you know, they had a lot of support, Mayor Pete and, and Amy Klobuchar, in the Midwest, because that's where they're from. Right. And so, you know, like Amy, through her support, she endorsed Joe Biden and mm-hmm. he won Minnesota. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, he didn't even have an office there. I think yeah. maybe he had one. And so, like, you know, that I think goes a long way. So sure. well, it'll be interesting to see how much that plays just into the it. Midwestern candidates who have endorsed him. Yeah. Joe Biden. If how that well actually that, leads to yeah, more votes. votes. Yeah. So then that's March 10th. Then we have a debate on March 15th. Oh my God. It'll, you know what? Wait, will Tulsi be there? I don't know. There's like, I don't think anybody knows. Previously, I'm really looking forward to having two people on the stage. I know. I really, and honestly, like, Tulsi should not be there. No. Uh, But there's something about somebody had that question on whatever show I was watching. I need to have a better brain because I can never remember what show I'm watching. But somebody asked that because I guess previously the Democratic Party has said that if you have delegates, you're allowed on the stage. And I don't know how true that is. I don't think it should be true now. Uh, I think they got to stick to their like polling and fundraising criteria. Like 
no. Right. Well, because it's all, yeah, no. No, because you're not actually Unless viable. Tulsi wins all of the state, not even, maybe, all of the states that are up on the 10th and yep. the 17th, she's out. She's out. Like, she's, the, like she, the math no longer will happen after the 17th. No. And there's. For somebody with two delegates. Yeah. No. There's And there's no math happening for her right now. No. No. So, yeah. So, we have the more states on the 10th, debate on the 15th. And then on the 17th is the Arizona Democratic primary, the Florida primaries, the Illinois primaries, the Northern Mariana Islands, uh, their Republican caucus. Shout out to Northern Mariana Islands. And then my home state, Ohio, has their primaries. Yeah, that's a 17th is a big day. It's a big day. Big day. Big states. Yep. A lot of delegates. Yep. A lot of delegates. Yep. So it could come down to like by the end of March. Who knows? We could be pretty split. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, at this point, I, I have no I have absolutely no idea. No, I have absolutely no idea. I don't know what's going to happen. No. Um, all I can say is what I said at the end of our last update was please vote. Please vote. Please vote. Yeah. Like it doesn't it literally doesn't matter to me who you vote for. But just yeah. go and do it. Yeah. Because like what like what else? Like, don't complain. Don't complain if you don't vote. It's how I feel. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you genuinely can't because of, you know suppression and all oh, that's real yeah but like if you don't even show up to try yeah. you don't make the effort you can't complain yeah because this is the moment mm-hmm. you know we've had we've had four years of just of just shit <laughs> and we're all mad and it's just shitty yep. and it just feels bad and i wake up every day and i'm sad and and now it's finally the beginning of the chance to just to just do something about it yeah you know so if you don't vote you can't complain there you go that's that's the title of this episode, but I also love you a lot. Okay, um, uh, we love you so so much. Um, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us, you can review us, you can subscribe to us. We love you so so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.